Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. This is the place to level up and improve your English through listening. And my name is Michael. Thank you for joining me. And if it's your first time, welcome. I'm happy to have you as well. So today I've got a topic of inspiration and quotes and proverbs. I'm gonna I'm gonna share some quotes that I like and also some kind of rules that I think are good to live by. So it's gonna be hopefully packed with inspiration, good listening practice, and also some good vocabulary as well. Also a few idioms we could practice too. And as always, don't forget to check out the website. There's lots going on over there. I'm always working on upgrading things, making things better. So levelupenglish.school is the website and there's lots of content as well as the transcripts. So if you go there, slash transcript, you can find basically all of the subtitles to every episode. So it's a really good chance to practice your reading and learn the vocabulary while you listen. So hopefully that is helpful for you guys. You can unlock the transcripts over there, gain access for life. But yeah, I don't have much more to say right now. So yeah, let's get into it. I'm gonna share a few quotes today, a few proverbs. And I guess actually, first of all, we can look at some vocabulary. So there's a few different words, a quote, first of all, this is basically anything that someone else has said. And it's usually indicated through quotation marks. And these are those two little lines that come either side of a sentence. So a quote can be a quote from your friend. It could be a quote from a famous person. It could be anything really. We also have some more words like a proverb, we have a maxim, we have aphorism, A-P-H-O, aphorism. All of these words, these three words are very, very similar. And the meaning is, I'm going to say it's the same, this may be small difference, but basically the meaning is the same. Where it's usually some kind of inspirational quote or it's something that's said many, many times in the past that people use uh, maybe to inspire or to teach or something like that. So a really good, I suppose, maxim that I like to live by is everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. So moderation, moderate, means not too much. So that means don't do too much, don't do too little. Do kind of a medium amount of everything. You know, maybe not too much salt in your diet, not no salt, but somewhere in the middle. It could be the same with alcohol, I don't know, it could be the same with many things. Um, you know, perhaps it doesn't always work, you know, perhaps you might say alcohol, no, no alcohol is the best. But I think it's generally quite a good maxim to live by, is try or do everything in moderation. When it comes to these maxims and proverbs, I think there's two ways to interpret them. 
or two ways to describe them. The first way is in a literal sense. Literal, connected to the word literally, means the meaning is exactly what it says. So for example, practice makes perfect. That's a common maxim and that means if you keep practicing, you will become perfect. This is literal. It, it means exactly what it says. There's no hidden meaning here. The other word to describe these are cryptic. Cryptic. If something is cryptic, that means you have to maybe do some thinking to understand what it means. It's like you're solving a puzzle. So, oh, that's a very cryptic quote. Wonder what that means. Let me think about it. So we'll look at some maybe cryptic quotes later on. But yeah, again, if someone is talking and they're being very strange, you don't really understand what they mean, you can describe them as being cryptic. But yeah, I'm going to give you some examples of really, really common English proverbs now. So one of them is, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. And do you know why you should do that? Well, because if you drop the basket, you'll have no more eggs. So this is a bit cryptic because it's not saying literally you have a basket of eggs. Can you work out what this one means? Do not put all your eggs in one basket. So the eggs kind of represent your possibilities, like your possibilities in the future or your plans. And if you put everything in one basket, that means if one thing fails, everything fails. So maybe a practical example of this is if you're applying to study at university. If you, if you apply just to one university, that's an example of putting all your eggs into one basket. Because if that university rejects you, then you have no more education, right? You can't do anything else. If you apply to many different unis, you're more, than, you're more likely to get accepted into one. And in that sense, you have many different baskets. So you can drop one basket, which means you get rejected, but you still have many more baskets. So don't worry, you still have your eggs. That's a really good one. I like that one. Another one is beggars can't be choosers. Beggars can't be choosers. A beggar is someone who asks for money on the street. A poor person or a homeless person, they ask for money. They're a beggar. They're begging for money. Beggars can't be choosers. Somewhat cryptic, somewhat literal, maybe it's, it's a bit in between. But this one is kind of like, if you're asking for something, you cannot be picky about what you get. So using the example of a beggar, it's like a beggar saying, please, I'm hungry, give me food. And then you go buy him McDonald's. And he says, oh no, I don't want that. I don't like McDonald's. You know, you say, oh, beggars can't be choosers. Just take what I give you, right? So it kind of works for anything. If you're asking for something, you can't choose what you get. You should just be grateful that someone is helping you. You know, I kind of felt this way once in the past. It was a long time ago, maybe 10 years ago, when my friend asked me to give him a lift. So I drove him in my car. I was about 10 minutes late for some reason. 
a little bit late, not too bad. And he was really angry. He was really angry that I was late. And I was just thinking like, hey, I'm sorry that I'm late, but you know, beggars can't be choosers. If you ask me to drive you, then I think you should, you know, you should just look the other way when I'm late because at least I'm driving you for free, right? I don't know. Who do you think was in the wrong? Was I the wrong one or were they the wrong one? I'm going to go with them, but let me know what you think. <laughs> okay, so here are some more of my favourite quotes. So what I do, when I hear a proverb, a maxim, aphorism that I like, I tend to write it down. So I write it in my note file and occasionally I will look back over these and I'll kind of get some good feeling about it, get some inspiration. One that I love, which is quite literal, is everything you do in the present is a gift to your future self. I think I read this in a book about um, maybe Buddhism at some point. It could either be a gift or a curse, right? I love thinking this way because it helps you act more intentionally in a smarter way now. So for example, I'm not recording this podcast episode today. I'm recording this in the past, you know, sometime before it comes out. So I'm recording this now so that my future self has less stuff to do. So when this podcast comes out, I don't have to worry about, oh no, I've got to record it because I've already done it, right? You could take a more long-term stance as well, like eating healthy now, your future self is going to be so grateful that your current self ate healthily. So it's a gift to your future self. Let me know, if you can, what in what ways are you giving a gift to your future self? And maybe, are there any ways in which you are kind of cursing or hindering your future self? Think about what you're doing that future you will not like. And then why not change it? Now, I'm going to think about that myself as well and see what I can change. Another maxim I love, which again is kind of related to Buddhism. I don't know why they just really appeal to me, these kind of Buddhist and spiritual quotes. This one is, how you do anything is how you do everything. I don't know how I'm going to explain this one. It's quite difficult. Um, but this basically is talking about what you do in your in each moment of your life is basically how you act in your life. So maybe I can give a practical example, at least what this means to me, because maybe it means something different to someone else. But to me, it means like, you know, you can have the idea like, I want to be the kind of person who gets up early. I want to be calm. I want to be focused. I want to be confident. You know, we have all these positive adjectives that we would like to use to describe ourselves. And in reality, we're not living these things. We're not doing these things. You know, we're kind of saying one day I'm going to be like this. But in your day-to-day -day life, in, your, in the moments of your life, you're acting with maybe jealousy, with anger, with frustration, impatience, all these negative things. And in the moment, that's what you're doing. So how you do all these little things is how you do everything. So to me, it kind of means like you might think of yourself as all of these good things, but if you're not doing them, then you're not them. You have to make a change right now. 
that's what I like to get out of this. It's quite hard to put into words. Maybe I didn't do that very well, but let me know what you think of that one. This next one uh, is a bit less like a proverb and more just like a piece of advice, but it is in my list of proverbs. So perhaps it is kind of one, but it's not so cliche. I haven't heard this one many times, but I do like this. So this is maybe quite a serious one, but let me know. Playing, playing it safe is one of the most dangerous things you can do because you're risking dying with regret. So that's very serious, isn't it? But people like to play things safe often. And this quote is saying that's a dangerous thing to do because you can live your whole life and you regret not doing what you wanted to do. I love reminding myself of this because it kind of allows me to go outside of my comfort zone and do something that maybe I want to do, but I'm a little bit scared. I want to play it safe. That's a good expression, by the way, play it safe. But what do you guys think? I mean, you might disagree and that's totally fine. You know, we're all different. But do you think playing it safe is dangerous in life? Or do you think it's actually a good thing? Or maybe it depends. I'd love to hear your guys's thoughts on this as well. One more perhaps that I put here. Again, you can kind of see a theme coming here. It's, it's all about um, behavior and you know your self-belief, that kind of stuff. This final proverb is, perhaps it's more of a quote than a proverb, to be honest. But this is, we can control our behaviour, but not the outcomes. I think it's a good reminder anyway. So the one thing we can control is how we act, how we behave. So we can be nice to people, we can be rude to people, we can get angry, we can get happy. These things are in our control but we cannot control what happens afterwards. So if someone responds in a bad way or a good way, that's out of our control because it's not, you know, they're a different person, of course. And it, it's kind of the obvious thing again, but I think it's a nice reminder, um, perhaps just to let go of some worry, let go of some anxiety that we cannot control everything, basically. For the final part of this episode, I wanted to share with you guys something that has been really useful for my life. And I just wanted to share it because I think it might be helpful for you guys as well. And it's, I guess, two or four really simple questions to ask yourself um, to make a positive change in your life. And I know I am just like an English coach online but I really do love this kind of aspect of, you know, I, I would never call myself a life coach, but I love kind of adding in a little bit of inspiration and motivation along with English study, because that's what I find really fun and it's what helps me as well. So this is what I did on a piece of paper or on your computer. I wrote down two sentences, two subtitles. The first one was the life I want to have. And under that title, you will bullet point everything that you want in your life. Think about your perfect life. You know, maybe you want a house or maybe you want to live in another country. You want to speak perfect English. Think about your dream life. Don't hold back. Don't limit yourself. Whatever you want to happen, bullet point in that list. This is a chance for you to 
close your eyes and dream about what you could do, what you could get in life. Don't worry how realistic it could be. The next subheading is steps I have to do to make that happen. So then you would get every, every bullet point from the first subheading and you would break it down into steps. So for example, you might say, I want to quit my job and start an online business. That's a huge, huge task. It's really big, like where do you start? Your job then is to break it down into manageable chunks, manageable steps, something you can do day by day. So it's much more achievable and you can cross things off as you go. It might just be step one is sign up to a this website so I can design my own website. Just sign up. That's it. Sign up. It might be to just write a plan, write down a plan of your business. Write down what you think your business should be. That could be step one. And then write down all the steps you think you need to do to reach your goal. Just putting it into practical words I think really can be very useful, can be helpful. The other two subheadings are more personal and very similar. So the first one would be the person I want to be. And under that one, you would maybe put adjectives and how you want people to remember you. So you could say, I don't know, friendly or kind, or I want to be someone who people feel comfortable around, someone who is confident. So think about the person you want to be in the future. Bullet point all of those adjectives. And then, of course, you're going to do another subheading, steps to make that happen. So what do you have to do to make yourself into the person you want to be? If you put confident on the first one, it could just be something like a little bit every day, you know, make a YouTube video, something out of my comfort zone, or say hello to one person who I see every day, but I never talk to. Something like that, one step, and then work from there. I'm going to summarise this on the show notes, as I always do, at levelupenglish.school slash podcast 114. But yeah, it's been a bit different, I suppose. Um, Again, it's just a topic that I'm interested in. I love thinking about these things, these proverbs, these maxims, and I hope you like it as well. It seems like some of you like it based on the nice podcast reviews I've gotten from you all. So thank you for everyone who does leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps me. And if you want to thank me, and if you want to thank me for what I do here, this is one of the best things you can do because it just helps the podcast grow. And I'm really, really focused on growing this podcast at the moment and helping it reach more people, especially if you're from a country that you haven't heard me mention before, because each country has a different podcast uh, app feed. And that's always nice. So I've had a few from Uruguay recently. I've got one from Egypt today. So this is from Asem102. And they said, I'm so happy to be one of your community, but I really don't know how and from where I can start. Well, thank you for the review, first of all. It depends what you mean. I mean, Obviously, you guys are welcome to email me if you have any specific problems. 
if you're talking about where to start in the community, well, I'm going to make it I'm going to make it more clear later on. So I'm working at the moment on updating the whole website, making a big change, and I'm going to make it a lot easier to find your way around. That's my plan. But if you're talking about English generally, I recommend going back and listening to an episode I did previously about basically how to start learning English. And it's not necessarily for beginners. It's just what you can do to start a routine and start focusing a little bit more on your English. So this was episode 86. Episode 86, that might help. One more review from someone in Saudi Arabia and they said, I am learning English and your podcast really helped me keep going from Saudi Arabia. And their name, according to this, is Lamy. And it says Muslim and Arabic. That's who wrote it. So thank you to that person for leaving a kind review. Really appreciate it. And yeah, let me know if you're enjoying these slightly different kinds of episodes. I'm always happy to follow your feedback if I think it would be a good idea. So thanks for listening today. And I'll see you in the next Wednesday episode. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.